genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we're covering the movie Dogma one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 70, possibly the worst podcast host minute ever, because the host didn't even bother to show up. Uh, dear listener, no, your ears are not deceiving you. I am not Jeff or Chris. I am Sean German, filling in as host for the guys who couldn't bother to show up today. Nice work there. I guess they weren't supposed to be here today and realized it. Um, but again, we're here to cover Minute 70 and uh, Miracle of Miracles. We've actually um, proven the unprovable. We know for a fact that free will exists and God has no plan because if God had a plan, Surely he would have planned, or he or she would have planned planned for the host to show up for their own podcast. Um, but no, once again, I am Sean German from the Next Scene Podcast. You can listen to us over at nextscenepod.com, and we're Next Scene Pod on the social media. And yes, I'm going to be getting plenty of plenty of plugs in because no one here stopped me. Take that, Chris and Jeff. Um, if you're listening to this live. Um, we actually currently have a holiday special going on over uh, over at nextscenepod.com. Um, we're doing eight special episodes to celebrate the Festival of Lights. That's right. It's Hanukkah. So go on and, and check that out over at nextscenepod.com. Um, but back to dogma. Like I said, it's minute 70. And uh, we finished up in minute 69. Nice. Uh, Bethany was going over the, the moment where uh, she realized she had lost her faith and Bartleby, Bartleby is, uh, is now giving his side, his, his sob story of lost faith and um, when God stopped listening. Um, I thought it was one interesting thing in this, in this back and forth is Bartleby keeps saying or referring to God as he and Bethany's saying she, and then I think it's during this minute, at some point she's like he, she, she's confusing herself in terms of um, what she refers, you know, what pronouns she's using for the divine being. Um, and I think somewhat it's it's natural that, um, you know, if we're made in God's image, then you think of God in your image. And if you're a he, God is a he. If you're a she, it would be natural to think of, of God as a she. Um, but it kind of stands out because, um, of course, men um, ruin most things that they get involved with. Um, they've certainly done a job on religion. And, um, you know, most major monotheistic religions are um, are controlled at the top by men. And so they they uh, you know, they think of God in their image as a he and they seek to impose that on all the followers. Um so it kind of stands out. It's kind of like a, an act of rebellion, you know, kind of different for Kevin to write this character that, you know, she's referring to. And she's not the only one, um, Bethany, but to refer to, you know, that, that Christian God as a she. Um, but that shouldn't be, you know, that shouldn't be a radical idea. That shouldn't stand out. Um, but I think it does. And again, we, we get plenty of that this minute. Um, so Bartleby talks about, um, you know, I kept talking but I got the impression he wasn't listening anymore. Um, and then Bethany's got the, the good comeback. How do you know she was listening in the first place? Which is um, a little bit of a slap in the face. I mean, it's kind of a, I think it, it, there's an honest realization there on, uh, on Bartleby's side in terms of, you know, what, what was my position? Was I ever being listened to at all? Or was it just, you know, did, 
did God stop listening or did I just realize he wasn't listening? Um, and I, I, I think it, it brings him closer to her level. Like they're, they're similar in God's eyes. And they're, um, I'm trying to think if they've referred to it. I know that there's, there's a scene coming up um, in a few minutes where um, where they're talking about the angels are talking about the difference between humans and angels and the choices um, the the freedom you know going back to Jeff and Chris have talked a lot about um, free will and, and fate and God's will and stuff but um, you know that comes up in terms of um, choices that that we got as humans that the angels I guess you know if you're an angel that's your job you're an angel people can kind of decide um, you know what they want to do. Um, so uh, at least these angels seem to think so and they, and they get a little jealous. Um, yeah. So they, they like to think of themselves as above us in the hierarchy and then they're realizing in some ways they're below us. And I think either way, this conversation's making Barbley think that they're a lot closer, um, than they were. I was thinking of in terms of like, um, it, you know, is God listening or, um, you know, acknowledge, you know, is there any way to, for God to let you know that they're listening? Would you, you know, would you know the difference one with the other? And I was thinking like, does the, you know, does the CEO of a large multinational corporation take calls from the frontline minimum wage, you know, employee? Um, not usually. Um, whereas Bartleby likes to think he was like, you know, a, a VP or a, you know, department head or something like he wasn't a, the, you know, the frontline entry level employee. He, he would like to think he was a little bit higher up in, uh, in the org chart. But, um, yeah, you know, if, if they're not listening at the top, how much of a difference does it really make? Um, yeah. So yeah, he realizes he doesn't know now he's doubting it. I'm sure at the time he probably really thought there was a change, um, in terms of, God not listening anymore. But now he's looking back and he's kind of questioning that was, you know, was I deluding myself? Was there any uh, ever listening? Um, Bethany goes on. um, We go back to her. She talks about um, the thoughts. um, The the question, which is, I hate thoughts like that. I think she's the, the, you know, the, the, the questions that they, she says that they occur with age. When you're quite, when you're a kid, you never question the whole faith thing. God's in heaven. He, she's always got her eye on you. Um, and she'd like to feel that way again. And I don't think, um, and we can, I don't know if, I don't know how deep Kevin's thinking here. And I'm guessing probably pretty deep. Um, you can't, it isn't that like the history. I mean, if you follow the, the Bible and like that story of Genesis, this is literally the entire history of the human race. Um, I mean, that was, that's the original sin. That's the fall from grace that happens in the garden of Eden. Um, uh, you know, Adam and Eve is it's the, they eat from the tree of knowledge. They lose their ignorance that they saw that, you know, they saw their nakedness. They knew the difference. Um, and, um, you know, humanity has been, been cursed and doomed ever since. Um, it kind of takes, you know, that, that saying, it makes it literal. Ignorance is bliss. That, you know, Adam and Eve, when they were ignorant, were happy. All of humanity was was happy in their ignorance. And then they, in a way, they grew up and they gained knowledge. Um, you know, they gained knowledge at the sacrifice of comfort. And I, 
think that's that's kind of what Bethany's talking about here when she's saying, you know, um, I mean, I don't know if, if she's thinking that in the character. I think I think Kevin's probably thinking something along those lines that like, you know, that that parallel that, you know, you you can't go back or you strive to go back. I mean, isn't that maybe that's um, the um, that's the path that your one is trying, you know, attempts to tread um, when they follow Jesus isn't because isn't that that's the promise. You can kind of return to heaven. You can return to even Eden. You can get back to that state of innocence by, you know, like, you know, accepting, um, you know, accepting the church and accepting the teachings and accepting, um, you know, the infallibility of God. And by accepting that, you can return to that state. Um, but can we, you know, can you really truly return to innocence, um, return to ignorance? Because I think that's and that's what she's talking about um, when she's talking about going to, you know, that 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 state as a child and not questioning um, that God it will always be there for you. And, you know, once once you know that's not true, can can you go back? Um, can Bethany go back? Can these angels go back? Um, well, I mean, don't, we, I don't know. We, I don't think we're going to get an answer on Bethany. We're going to find out about um, um, Bartleby and James here, you know, we'll see at the end what, what their options are and, and how far um, they get to go back. But yeah, this was, this was an interesting, you know, this is a continuation of, of the minutes from last week. And, um, you know, those things that, that, that Kevin sticks into his films, you know, it's all, it's, it's, it's poop and fart jokes. And then, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to dump my philosophical screed here in the middle and I'm going to give, um, you know, sometimes a different character. It's not always silent Bob who comes out with the speech. I think this is one of those, um, mostly, you know, mostly on the part of Bethany and then Barlby, you know, chimes in, um, a little bit, but his story is really quick. You know, I kept talking, he wasn't listening and eh, I lost the faith. Um, his story is not as interesting as, as Bethany's. Um, and so, um, it turns her out. So, so Bethany, uh, you know, she's questioning her faith or, or questioning uh, or looking back at the time when, when those, you know, she realized those questions that she had those questions. Um, she says, I guess, um, I guess that's why I let, I let myself get talked into this pr- pilgrimage. Um, you know, at that point we, we cut to uh, Bartleby, uh, I'm sorry, we cut to Rufus who is um, sleeping in a separate car. Um, and he's startled awake, like, you know, some, um, divine force or some shock of, uh, through reality. Um, when, when Bethany mentions the pilgrimage and I tried to figure out what he says something. Um, and you know, if, if, if listener, if you, if you can figure it out or you know what he says, why don't you chime in? Um, you can, you can hit us up, um, at the, uh, the giant silent Bob quicker stop on Facebook. So um, leave your comments. on what do you think it is that, that, that Chris Rock or Rufus slash Rufus is saying here? Because all I could find in, in the script, just doing a quick search online, is um, Rufus stirs, he looks around and stretches. That's, that's the direction that I found for this bit. So I'm guessing it's like an ad lib, like, um, you know, Chris Rock thought of something that, oh, this will, you know, imply some funny dream that Rufus was having or whatever. But I, it just, it's too quick. And I, and 
Uh, my ears are too bad. I couldn't make out what he was saying. So um, I'm going to assume it's funny. It's Chris Rock. He's probably saying something funny, but I don't know what it was. Um, but yeah, so um, so Bethany's saying, um, you know, how did I get um, how to get talked into this uh, this pilgrimage, and uh, that 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 raises an eyebrow. Um, Barlby, what does he say? Like, where's what's where to? Um, what's his final? I had a note here somewhere. Oh, he says, oh, where's this to? Anyway, so then that, that, that cuts out, and that's the end of the minute. So, um, you know, it's just them talking. Um, but we get some camera movement. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the new Kev. It's, it's new Kevin Smith. So it's not just a, a, a two-shot in black and white of these two talking across the table in the, in the dining car on a train. We get the one-shots. We go back and forth. We cut over to Rufus. Um, that was all so much going on. It's heavy acting. And, um, you know. Linda Fiorentino being great, as always, pretending to be drunk. Um, Barlby does this thing where he he drops. So he's got a beer bottle. And he drops the bottle down between his legs, like under the table. And I'm more, like, is he pouring out beer so it looks like he's drinking? Because like, yeah, you know, he he can't drink or he you know, can put it in his mouth like um, Metatron. I'm assuming that the angels don't eat or drink the same way as... Um, as Metatron, I don't know all the different levels and, and everything, you know, the, the rules on that stuff. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. If that's, if that's a thing or that's nothing. But um, otherwise, so, yeah, that, that's the minute. Pretty interesting minute. A lot of stuff to think about. Philosophical questions, you know. Is there a God? Um, does she have a plan? Um, will Jeff and Chris ever bother to show up to their own podcast? Really, really deep questions. You know, the kind of things, um, you know, there, there are really no answers to only more questions. Um, so that's it. That's all I got. And I'm all you got. So that's going to be it for uh, minute 70. You can follow up, uh, you know, kind of join the conversation on the Jay and Silent Bob Quicker Stop. That's the listener group on Facebook. Uh, chime in. Um, you know, what do you think about the, the fall from grace? Can we, can we regain innocence? Can you regain your ignorance and, and go back to that state of bliss? Um, and what do you think, what is it Rufus was dreaming about? And, and what is he saying when he, when he is, uh, when he suddenly wakes up? So yeah, stop by Facebook. Um, you can also find, uh, them, uh, Jay and Simon Bob Minute on duelinggenre.com. You can find me, Sean, at nextscenepod.com. Again, we've got that Hanukkah special for uh, Hanukkah 2022 going on right now um, when this episode drops. So uh, check that out. We got a huge catalog of, well, maybe not huge, but we have a catalog of pre- previous holiday specials from years gone by. Um, again, you find all that at nextscenepod.com. Uh, you can join the conversation at the Jelly of the Month Club is our Facebook group. We are Next Scene Pod on social media. And you can also find um, my stuff at catandshawn.org. That's C-A-T and Sean, S-E-A-N dot org. And I link to um, all my other podcasts, my previous movie by minutes uh, podcast that I have. I did uh, Spinal Tap Minute where I covered the movie This is Spinal Tap one minute at a time. I also did Groundhog Minute. Covering the movie, this is uh, Groundhog Day, one minute at a time. Um, and also my ma- many, many, many guest appearances. If my, if my voice sounds familiar, um, you may recognize me from my previous guest spots on um, 
The Jay and Silent Bob Minute covers clerks. The Jay and Silent Bob Minute covers mall rats. The Jay and Silent Bob Minute covers chasing Amy. And most recently, the uh, Jay and Silent Bob Minute covers dogma. I uh, link to all my guest spots and all those previous uh, appearances at catandshawn.org. And now, DJ Chris, whose house? Whose house? Whose house?